everyone and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Brad Webb. Today we're bringing you an episode that's about the upcoming Unity Breakfast here at Family of Grace and we're talking to some friends named Nathan and Reddix. We really hope that you enjoy this episode. Stay tuned. Hey guys, I want to welcome you back for another episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad. And uh, today my guest is Pastor Nathan Martin from Christian Challenge Ministry and uh, also serves as a uh, city council member for the city of Pineville. Pastor Nathan, welcome this hey, morning. Man, I'm man. excited to be with you, Brad. Thanks for letting me be a part of your, your time here. Absolutely. And so thanks for coming in this morning. And uh, we want to just visit for a few minutes around the subject of unity and uh, what that means. And uh, for the last couple of years, Pastor Nathan and I have been partnered with Pastor Bryant Sanders, who is on call today and could not be with us. Uh, but um, uh, issue around bringing men together in mm-hmm. central Louisiana and uh, crossing those barriers of uh, ethnicity uh, is one of our main goals, but right. also culturally and bringing people together of different ages, uh, man, to just really begin to build some synergy around men in central Louisiana. Uh, Pastor Nathan, we jump in this conversation this morning. Uh, unity is such a big issue uh, in, in general, even outside of ethnic struggles, because uh, we live in a day and time where I told them in our, our pastors this morning in a staff meeting, I said, it seems like we find ourselves almost in a culture of, of a bad divorce mm. where mom and dad, it gets to a point where they don't even care about the kids. Mm. It's just like they want what they want. And, uh, man, today I have been so blessed to become friends with you, Pastor, and uh, some other guys in central Louisiana uh, that do not have that desire, that they are seeking to beyond us, beyond mm-hmm. our objective, what we're looking to and what we want, and really trying to figure out what is it for the good of Sin Law, yeah. for the good of central Louisiana. So, uh, man, won't we just share a little bit from your perspective about where we've been with that, um, in the past, what a beautiful thing that God's in the process of doing and uh, kind of your perspective. On yeah, that I hate that Brian can't be with us today because, uh, you know, the thing that the journey that we're on right now kind of started with something in his heart. About two years ago, he reached out to you and me and a few other pastors uh, about bringing in uh, a breakfast or a conversation time for for men they, to talk about issues of racial unity. Um, you know, those those issues that sometimes don't get addressed. Uh, and, and he had heard of a fella in Baton Rouge named Elmo Winters, who had started a group of, uh, or, or a series of men's breakfast after the Alton Sterling shooting. And Elmo felt like if the churches weren't talking about the issue of, of racism and prejudice, then the conversation was going to be in a vacuum without a moral clarity voice. And so... You know, we were fortunate to bring Elmo in a couple of times and, and, and hear him and hear his heart uh, and then able to say, you know, how can we continue this conversation in a context that's specific to Central Louisiana? So I sort of I mean, I really do hate Bryant couldn't be with us uh, today. Uh, a couple of white guys talking about racial unity, yeah, you know, yeah. it's one sided. But at the same time, you and I have the same heart that we're all about big K kingdom, not little K kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, and we recognize that big K kingdom is about unity. Jesus's prayer was for unity. And so in that concept, man, it's a great uh, aspect for that. And uh, and uh, so that big K concept is where you and I met, right. you know, and that's where we began to connect the dots. And so uh, 
that concept is what led us to connect with Bryant, which led us to the uh, other aspect of it. So you just said, man, I hate that Pastor Bryant's not here because two white guys talking about unity. Right. And our, we have another guest we invited that uh, showed up. Hey, brother, come on in and join us if you don't mind. And uh, slide in right here with us. And uh, uh, tell us a little, t- introduce yourself to our audience. And, uh, man, tell them who you are and uh, what, what, you, what you do. And, uh uh, tell us about One Voice and what you guys are up to. So, Okay. Well, my name is Reddix Washington. I'm here from Alexandria, Louisiana, and I'm here representing just a portion of One Voice, uh, which we are a new nonprofit in this area. Um, made uh, a bunch of us guys that got together and decided we wanted to do something in our community and not just talk. Mm-hmm. Um, we hear a lot of talking going on. But we wanted to put action uh, to the talking. And uh, one, one voice, we, we actually have a mission. You know, you, you can't make something move without a mission. And so our formal mission is to unite our community and activate the resources available which promote positive growth. That's the words of it. But the work behind it is we get in and do some work mm-hmm. and we consist mm-hmm. of i tell everybody we consist of skinny people fat people ugly people pretty people different beliefs mm-hmm. um uh entrepreneurs blue collar white collar whatever it is we try to connect everyone together because as the word we know it says it takes a village mm-hmm. you know and if we don't all jump in in some kind of way we're seeing central Louisiana is going to go downhill and we, we want a positive growth out of it. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Uh, Reddix, man, I'm so thankful that you came to join us. And, uh, you know, as pastor Nathan was talking about kind of where we have been, mm-hmm. uh, you and I, pastor Brian, <laughs> and, um, also, uh, the sin law, uh, unity of men's breakfast group that we have. And, uh, that's the cool part about what's happening right now in Sin Line. I want to just, you know, that's where we've been in the past, but where are we in the future uh, of the present tense right now is that, man, if we can just turn off the, the noise yeah. for a minute, uh, especially this week, my goodness, it's so crazy out there. Because if we listen to the news reports and you look at everybody's uh, timelines, all you're going to see is negative. But the cool part is that God was moving in our heart with mm-hmm. a group of men, and then God was moving in y'all's heart. Uh, none of us really knew each other, I don't right. believe. And, uh, man, you guys were leading the charge to, to have a nonprofit. And and um, probably the month before we met, uh, we met as pastors mm-hmm. and just said, how do we get this to not be a pastor-led movement? Right. How do we right. get this to be a movement that is from the men of central Louisiana breaking through those barriers and coming together. And then by the grace of God, the next breakfast we mm-hmm. had, you guys were there uh, over at Twin Bridges Church. And so, man, I'm excited about that. And and so I think where we are today is we're on the, on the verge of something spectacular, something unique, because I sense in central Louisiana that while all the numbers point to some pretty sad statistics, that men are taking the initiative Mm -hmm. and uh, man, it, it, it does take a whole group of men to lead a city and, and then to come along beside strong willed women, amen, to help us (laughs) keep us who we need to be and put us in check. So man, um, 
that that's exciting, exciting times. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I'll tell you, I, I first heard of One Voice. Uh, uh, actually, I heard about it through Jeff Powell, and I'll get to that story in a second, our superintendent. But before that, I'm friends with a guy named Charles Elliott, um, you know, local attorney. He was a candidate for judge a little while back, and uh, you know, Pineville fella, longtime Pineville guy. Uh, his parents live right down the street from my church, Francis and uh, Frank and uh, Nelda Elliott. Nelda passed away here not too long ago. But so I knew his stock. And one day I'm looking at, at his Facebook and he's like, he's invited this group of one voice out to his house uh, to shoot guns and eat and sit around and talk. And okay, so I'm going to paint this picture. Uh, Charles is sort of a typical Southern white attorney and he's invited these black young men to come to his home and have conversations about race and 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 how it affects us every day and i thought that is amazing that there's a willingness to talk without Mm -hmm. shrouding it in code words and trying to be super polite let's just talk and let's have this conversation about what's hard and what's not and what's your perspective and what shapes that perspective and help me see how my perspectives change and then uh, I was talking with Jeff, and he had told me about inviting the guys. Uh, Jeff is the uh, superintendent of Rapid Spare Schools, and he didn't, and I think he's known Reddick. You guys have known each other for years Forever. and years, yeah. and uh, and so you and Uncle Willie and some of the uh, Brian Odoms and some of the different ones had come together at the school board office. And Jeff was like, "These guys are going to change this community." And I said, "Well, we got to tie in with them mm-hmm. because we had had that conversation right here at your facility about right. you know this if thirty this days is, earlier exactly if this is going to stay just and you know it's going to die if we don't have." Have more inclusiveness, more voices, and uh, and so I was so excited to have you guys join us at our last meeting and to hear that heartbeat uh, for dialogue. But but as you say, putting putting skin to our dialogue or boot leather to our dialogue as well. And and my hat is off to what you guys and One Voice are doing in the community and bringing awareness to things, uh, getting involved politically, uh, getting involved in cleanups, getting involved in bringing attention to issues that need to be need to have attention uh, shown on them. So thank you guys for stepping up no problem it's an honor uh i want to thank jeff powell because he did get us connected right and uh jeff jeff reached out to us and uh he saw some of the work we were doing and it's been great that he's been a a a door for us and uh guiding us in in some things one thing we didn't want to create was just a buzz Mm -hmm. because then it'll go away Mm. and so uh it takes work uh, we have a group that we we have to communicate every day, and there's times where your phone is going off, but there's a lot going on in the community, and there's so many different ones of us connected in different areas. There's people that you can affect that I can affect. Right. Mm-hmm. There's people I can affect that you can affect. Mm-hmm. There's places that some of us can't go on our own. Uh, Brandon Odom is, is great. He, he, he's always promoting something and he has a slogan going right now. Everybody can't go, you know, but with everybody can't go, you can get someone else to Mm -hmm. go who can go. Mm -hmm. And uh, right now I just want to say one voice is working on an event. Um, It's going to be April 17th, 18th and 19th. We're going to take not just young men, but grown men and expose them to the outdoors. Hmm. So we've reserved a spot at Indian Creek, 
And and just to back up a little bit, I've I've been raised in the church, and I've say I've had the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. My my parents raised me at home, and my and my church family raised me at church. If it would have not been for that church family, I would have never experienced fishing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have experienced camping in a tent, sleeping outdoors, just anything with the outdoors. Mm-hmm. So uh, myself and Uncle Willie got together, and we were just talking. We say well, let's get let's get some guys exposed. And we want everybody to come out, all men, and bring their sons. We right. were saying, well, it'll be a Father's Day trip, but not on Father's Day. Very good. But then the reality is, is fathers aren't always in the home. Mm-hmm. There's grandmother, there's uncle, there's grandfather. They're actually raising those boys that mm-hmm. are going to become men. So with this trip, we say we've changed it to an adult male mm-hmm. bring a, a juvenile male that you have an influence in their life. We're going to expose them to the outdoors. With that, we're going to have fishermen come. They're going to do a class. Mm-hmm. There'll be like an archery class. There'll be a, a gun safety class. Uh, Katie and Ambulance is going to come out. They're going to show uh, how to take care of wounds, uh, snake bites. So we're going to expose them to everything outdoors, and we're going to sleep outdoors. That's awesome. Teach them how to pitch a tent, how to start a fire, that's part of the village, the community raising them. Because if we show mm-hmm. you something different, you may do something different. You know, Reddix, you and I were talking a little while back about the need to pass along the mantle mm-hmm. and the importance of those who are in authority, uh, bringing people under their umbrella, so to speak, and, and, and delegating that authority. And sometimes there's a breakdown in that, uh, is mm-hmm. what you and I have talked about. But I, I see this in you and, and, the, and the One Voice group of making sure that you are giving that guidance to the next generation. How important is that in today's society to have not a disconnect between the generations? Well, it's funny that you say that because I I created a post a couple months ago and and I had to remove the post, uh, but it was the truth and how I felt. And it was a picture of a torch. And I said, well, how long are you going to hold the torch? Mm. You know, I'm I'm 38, so I'm I'm getting up there to you guys' age. You know, I won't expose your age, but right. I'm getting up there. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> I just I might be the old guy at the table. I don't know. We haven't we haven't <laughs> talked about ages, but I, I've got almost two decades on you. Okay, and, and see, my thing is is and what we're looking at is how long are you going to hold the torch? Mm-hmm. We have to teach somebody else so they can take it also you know it's like a relay race mm-hmm. and if you hold the torch forever i mean we're in 2020 if you don't know about social media mm-hmm. and you're still sitting let's just say in a political seat there's a lot that happens on social media mm-hmm. if you don't know what's going on at least let us say something let us come to the table and with one voice it's like okay we want to come to the table and and we'll be civilized about it but let hear it from our spectrum and I'm going to hear it from your spectrum. Thank you for the 30 years that you've sat in this seat. Mm-hmm. Now let's put another person in. And with some people, it's <clears throat> That's threatening. Well, if you won't let us come to the table, we'll create a table. Hmm. You know, and, and one voice will do that. We'll create a table and we'll get a we, we'll get a buzz, but create that buzz into boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's happened. The, the, the sad part, and, and I don't want to be negative, but the sad part is when we've created a table, then you want to say, well, hey, come sit at our table. Mm-hmm. No, come over here and sit at our table now. Yeah. yeah. So 
Well, I, I was going to ask you, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about Big K Kingdom, Little K Kingdom, and I think that flies into what we're talking about here. Sometimes it's so easy to human nature to build your own kingdom and to, and to focus on what you're doing. And I know that One Voice is not a religious movement. Uh, it's more of a social movement, but it seems like most of the guys I know in One Voice have a very strong moral fiber to them. You, you got to have morals. No, <laughs> no matter what you believe in, mm-hmm. you have to have morals. No matter mm-hmm. what you're building, you have to have a mission. You know, so we're all different walks of life. Yeah. Uh, we're all different colors. Mm-hmm. We all believe and we all may believe in something different, but we believe in a supreme being. And and that's that's with one voice. We we all believe in something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 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 one day we were meeting and I said, Hey y'all, um, y'all gotta come to church with me. I go to church every Wednesday, every Sunday. I'm there on Tuesday night prayer. Sometimes I'm there on Saturday night prayer. So, so, so the church is rooted in me. Mm-hmm. And now what it's done is it's created, okay, it's opened some doors to get some guys to church. We actually had one guy, he said, I haven't been to church in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And because of being around you all, I want to go. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'll just be honest, at the same table, you may hear a couple of words that you don't want to hear in the church, mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you won't let that person speak at the table, you won't find out what, where they're coming from. You know, I, I did subbing years ago, and one of my things was I would not put a student out the classroom where I wouldn't suspend them to put them back in that environment. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't put you out because of the words you use. That's the words that you know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I just need to sit down with you and say, what's on your mind? Once I know what's on your mind, then I understand, okay, that's why you speak that way. And I was raised to speak this way. And that's why One Voice was able to come with Charles Elliott and say, hey, this is how we feel. Tell us how you feel. This is how you speak. This is how we mm-hmm. speak. Let's come together. We all want the same thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be able to sleep with their doors unlocked. Mm-hmm. You know, Everybody wants to be able to sleep and not worry about your kids, you know, if your kids go to Walmart mm-hmm. after dark, my mom is in her 60s. I tell her, you don't go pump gas when it gets dark. Mm. You know, you, you've been on this earth longer than me, but I have to worry about her safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a scary thing, Brad. I'm not trying to dominate the conversation, but I was coming back from Mexico uh, in January. I go twice a year to Reynosa, which is probably a scary spot for a lot of people. It's the in the news all the time for the cartel violence. And uh, I, but I was coming back from there, an orphanage we work with, uh, and I was talking to a buddy here reading the town talk. And in the week that I was in Reynosa, there had been several, I think there had been eight or nine shootings in Alexandria, including a child that had been shot by mm-hmm. a stray bullet. And I told him, I said, I think I feel safer in Reynosa, in Mexico, where the cartel violence mm-hmm. is. And and, 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 I, and I'm not trying to be disparaging, but if we're not having these hard conversations mm-hmm. and saying this kind of stuff, we're not going to change Well, I think society. the thing that's beautiful about what's happening at this table today is that we all realize government can't do it for us. Right, right. You know, like, we can't look to them and say, fix it, because y- you just can't, you can't legislate it. You can't wield it. You have to live it. And that's what you're talking about. Reddix is I want to get some of these young men, not just children, but young men. And, uh, you know, some of them have never been on a camping trip. I want to show them how to do life. One of the things that really impacted me was, you know, the Bible says to get wisdom. 
And it says several times, get wisdom, get wisdom, especially in Proverbs. And then it says, but in all you're getting, get some understanding. Mm-hmm. And wisdom would be akin to intellectual capacity, your your knowledge to know the intellect, the academia, you know. But to me, that understanding is the practice, the practice side of that, the common sense side of that. And how do I, and so what the Bible was saying is get the wisdom, but then get common sense to know what to do with the wisdom. And as Reddick says, I've been having a lot of these conversations with men that are the conversation that you're saying. I, a lot of times I think, how do you not know that? Like, like it's something simple, mm-hmm. you know, about how to hook up a battery charger. Like, how do you not know how to do that? And, uh, so it sent me kind of just on a soul searching mission and, uh, man, I just began to realize that almost everything in life that I know that I use all the time, nobody taught me like, but I, I learned it from spending time with my father and with my grandfather. And as a result of doing life with them, man, like he never said, Hey son, get up. We're going to go out there and have a class on how to use a, a ratchet, you know, <laughs> or a pair it. of channel locks or, or a class on how to start a fire. But I was with my father and my grandfather. And by being in close proximity with them, I learned it by being there. And so, man, what fires me up about what you're saying with one voice is now you're having to go back and say, we're going to have a class on how to fish. We're going to have a class on how to light a fire because nobody ever taught them and, and, and they don't know how to do it. But man, what's going to happen is now we're going to energize and strengthen and teach young men how to teach young men, younger men, and then they will adolescence and then they'll start learning by, by process of proximity. And, uh, man, that's the greatest way. The Bible calls that discipleship making. <laughs> yeah. The religious world has tried to make disciple making a disciple academic academic. Sure. You know teach them something. when discipling was Paul put it this way, I'm gonna teach it to a faithful man who will teach it to a faithful man mm-hmm. who will teach it to a faithful man. But by spending time by together. Spending time mm-hmm. together. And man, why is it why is it hard? And what I'm hearing Reddick say, it's hard because it's twenty four hours a day. Yeah. When I make a commitment to be a mentor to somebody, then all of a sudden, just like this week, when they're struggling because of what they're hearing in the news, Pastor Nathan, we were talking about that with somebody mm-hmm. that sent you a message, then, then then you had to stop. Right. And you had to respond to that person and to try to rein them in mm-hmm. and get them going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Now, one reason, that's the reason government can't do it. They don't have the time or the capacity, but I believe we can make a difference. You know, because Sin Law needs us, and man, if we can figure out with what One Voice is doing, and then what other groups are doing, and other churches and other nonprofits coming together, Alexandria. Here's the thing that encourages me the most: Alexandria is small enough mm-hmm. that we can, like Sin Law, is small enough that we mm-hmm. can really do this. Right. You know, we're not talking about a, a big metropolitan area where there's a half million people living here. You know, so I mean, within ten minutes of where we're sitting, there's 120,000 people. You know, that's a 10 minute drive. Like we can impact that. Yeah. I mean, that's small enough that if we can get the right strategy and the right partners. And I think what has to happen, though, boy, you were you were you were putting down what I was picking up that people don't want to let go and let others lead. 
And so I was watching the news the other day, you know, and the age of people still in political offices, they're just unwilling to let it go, you know, and, uh, and there's a whole lot to that. I heard one of the politicians say this week, he said, I may be losing, but I'm winning the generational battle. I'm winning the generational battle. It's because he's doing what you were saying. He's going back and creating tables and listening to people. And we can debate their politics all day, but he's making a space for them. So, wow, that's yeah. that's good stuff. Well, another man. thing I really appreciate about what One Voice is doing, and, and you know, with our Sinai United Men's Breakfast movement that we wanted to foster, we wanted to create conversations, but conversations is not enough. you got to have Pastor, a place to I live out something? the conversation. Yes, sir. That breakfast was good. <laughs> I just got to say the food was good. It wasn't yeah. microwave. That's true. Good. So I'm looking forward to the next one. <laughs> well, that's a good segue. I'm feeling the pressure. I started to say, that's a good segue <laughs> here. So I'm feeling the pressure. <laughs> well, so it's going to be this Saturday, um, March the 21st at that's 730 uh, here at Family of Grace, 4200 South MacArthur Drive. Did you get that right? That is correct. Okay. Across from Pizza Hut on the south end of town. Right. And not, so not our campus on the north end. There's no cost end. for it, but we do ask you to let us know you're coming on the Facebook event. There's an opportunity to RSVP because you know, you don't want to prepare food for 50 and 200 show up, but you or don't want to prepare versa. for 250 show That's up. That's correct. So. We do ask that you bring somebody with you, Yeah, you know, man, to create the conversation and the dialogue. And, uh, man, I'm just loving what One Voice is saying because they're wanting to really put that into practice on the street. And the one thing that fires me up is that this is a group of, of uh, tell us about your business, Reddix. Well, myself, uh, my, my slogan is I wash cars. Okay. So I own Superior Detailing Services. Mm-hmm. We pressure wash homes, buildings, parking lots, do some striping. Mm-hmm. But the bulk of the business is detailing vehicles. So that's what it's going to take. Men just like you, Reddix. Yeah. You know, for too long, we've looked to the pastors. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we were so burdened mm-hmm. that's with. That's right. Man, we don't, as a pastor, I want to come along beside you. You know, I want to come along beside men and help them be successful leading men. And that's the the beauty of it for two. And that's what Reddix was saying. We need to invert the theory Mm -hmm. where it's been top down. You know, your main leaders leading these things, whereas the main leaders of central Louisiana, we need to come along beside men just like you. And uh, man, really and truly make a difference. So yeah, our our breakfast is next is is, will be Saturday the twenty first. It's seven thirty. Tell us about One Voice and uh, and if somebody wants more information about that, how can they uh, get that? And uh, do you guys have a meeting? What does that look like? Well, uh, first I want to piggyback on what you said on people in office that won't let it go. It's you know because we do go into the political realm some and. We've actually been to meetings where you have a a guy in a political seat where someone has to hold him up to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm -hmm. Like, and when we want to sit down at the table with you and say, can we help? And it's red tape. Mm -hmm. And when we first started, it wasn't a nonprofit. It was guys getting together because of shootings going on and, mm-hmm. and and we say hey we can we can go where you can't go mm-hmm. well it's you have to be a formal group and mm-hmm. that's why we had mm-hmm. to make it a nonprofit just to be able to go into some places mm-hmm. and you know it's it's that let it go let the let it go pass us the torch teach us give us the knowledge and the wisdom uh, I, I heard I heard a minister say once before you can learn from wisdom or you can learn from experience. <laughs> 
And he was saying he has the experience and the wisdom. Just get the wisdom, and you won't have to go through the experience. I have another way of saying it. I tell these teenagers, I said, uh, you have you know, the reason they call them knotheads is because they had to get a knot on their head to learn from it. And I said, I'm going to try to learn from from your knots That's instead right. of from my That's knots. Right. Right. Absolutely. Don't be a knothead. And the other thing you said was like, I, I wrote down the question, uh, how do you know how to do that? And I always have a saying about a pickle form and an onion form. If you're raised on a pickle form, that's all you know how to do. If that's mm -hmm. all you've been taught to do, mm -hmm. then it's a pickle form. Then someone moves in next door mm -hmm. and they start growing onions. You're going to tell them that's the wrong way. Hmm. You know, if you're not open to learning how to grow onions, you're going to tell them, no, this is the way you do it because you've always done pickles. So we have to all connect. And one voice we meet, we, we don't have a, a regular scheduled meeting because we talk every day uh -huh. being a disciple you don't clock in and clock out <laughs> there's there's times when pastor needs to go to sleep but what happens pastor has an assistant that's right and, and he and he has people under him you know you don't call the pastor because you have a flat tire but you might call the church handyman because you have uh -huh. a flat tire you know everybody has a role and so one voice we 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 talk every day and then we say hey it's time to get together fellas so we have a great location where we have formed to meet at. We normally meet at the Holiday Inn. They have some of the best bread pudding in <laughs> central Louisiana. So All right. if anybody out there listening, watching, if they uh, think they have better bread pudding, one voice will come. and You'll take the challenge. Huh? Southern we'll Creations challenge. will probably throw down the, the, the uh, glo glove on that one. All right. Tell them yeah. just give us a yeah. space where we give can come. Give us a space where they can taste the bread pudding. One voice will be the judge. All right. Yeah. And we don't charge. We, we, we don't, we don't, you don't charge. You don't charge to judge it. Yeah. You'll eat your bread pudding <laughs> for free. That's what I'm talking about. Well, well, one voice doesn't charge you to come and be a part okay. of one voice. Great. Awesome. You know, uh, and we, so do you have a website? We don't have a website yet. Okay. Uh, you can just. So if I want to get in touch with you what or somebody, what's the best way? Facebook? Do you have a Facebook page? Or? If you go on social media, eventually you're going to see somebody from One Voice. Eventually. Uh, just search for the hashtag One Voice. Hashtag One Voice. Yeah. With the hashtag. Yeah. And yeah. That, all right. They, they haven't created And for all of you page. older people, that doesn't mean spell out hashtag. <laughs> That's the pound sign on your old school phone. So. If you don't know, then get to a younger person. And and they'll, they'll, get you they'll hand you the torch so you can see how to get hashtag one voice. All right. We do have an email address that I can give to you in just a <laughs> second. I can give it to you. It's it's the numeral letter one voice A L E X at gmail.com. Okay, so that's, that's the uh numeral one mm -hmm. A L E X one voice. One voice A L E X. Now the, now if you really wanna if you really wanna see a big part of one voice Find out where Uncle Willie's food truck is. All right. Wherever he is, One Voice is there. So today, One Voice will be at uh, Rapids Regional Hospital in front of the Women's Hospital. So uh, Uncle Willie is one of our one of our big speakers for One Voice. He couldn't mm -hmm. make it here today, so um, they sent me to come mm -hmm. and represent, and I just hope I represented one voice. You represented very well, and we're very blessed that you're here. And, Pastor Nathan, I, w I would love this to be one of first of many dialogues Absolutely. that we can have with one voice because if, because if we can all share this podcast in our different circles, mm -hmm. we all have – it's your slogan. What was your slogan again? I, uh, 
where you can't go or I can go where you everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. Yeah. So, you know, I have a I have a, a group that I'm connected with. You have a group right. and, and you have a group. And if we can just start spreading this around, man, we could see some great things happen. But Reddix, uh, man, today's really our first day to officially meet. I saw you at the last breakfast across the room, but, uh, man, I moved here to make a difference. Right. And I know this. This is what I've come to realize. I cannot make a difference. No church can do this Nobody on their own. Right. The biggest church in all of Alexandria, they can't do it. Right. It, the need's too great, and everybody can't go. Everybody can't Everybody go. Can go. You know, and, with the biblical scripture with, with, with the woman. Oh, and, and I know where the, you're headed and with eating that. eating the crumbs while, you know, I, I own a pressure washer business. And I, and I tell people, if I was the only pressure washer company here, I can't get everybody. Right. right. So I say, hey, I'm, everybody can get a slice. It's a piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. And for me, I say, I don't need a slice. Mm-hmm. Just let me get blessed off the crumbs. Pastor, Pastor Greg Tahad is opening. A, they're, they're relocating, I guess, uh, okay. across from us on uh, Highway 1 right down from the Comfort Inn. And somebody asked me what I thought about it. I said, boy, I'm glad they're coming because there's a lot of people on the north side of town that mm-hmm. we don't have. We can't reach. We can't reach them you all. You know, I, I counted the seating capacity of all the churches doing an estimate. Uh-huh. And if we wanted to reach every single person in Rapids Parish, we need about three times as many churches as we got right now. So I'm never worried about another church opening. I'm when excited. I, when I, uh, I originally thought that I was going to go to the North Shore area, and I moved here temporarily. And then Katrina happened, and we ended up being stuck here for a while, and God kept saying, this is where I want you. And, man, I, I personally did my own survey like that. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to prove to you, Lord, you don't need a new church in Alexandria. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and I kind of averaged up, went up, called churches and said, what's your average attendance, you know? And, man, to my best calculation, I figure that there's about 90,000 unchurched people in 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 central louisiana Mm -hmm. and so man the need is great and churches can't do it because there's a lot of people that uh churches have forfeited the right because of actions that they've taken in the past to speak to them and that's where coming along parachurch ministries like one voice to have a non-profit you know man everybody can lay down a board and uh the thing about it is i thought about this when they were building the new oak K. Allen Bridge, that's not the name of it, but replacing Curtis it. Curtis Coleman Bridge. And um, um, we're building a bridge while we're walking on it. Mm-hmm. And boy, that takes a lot of takes thought <laughs> and a lot of faith. And today's just one more pier that yeah. we're putting down. And so tell us about this again before you wrap up the Indian Creek event in case somebody's interested in that. April 17th, 18th, 19th. We That's three days of sleeping outside. It's actually just two days. Two days. You sleep that Friday right. night, that Saturday, that Saturday night. Then that Sunday morning, we're going to have a little devotion. All right. And we're going to have Jeff Powell okay. is going to be the speaker. Is this on the primitive side or on the uh, other side? Primitive. Bring on your the tent. primitive side. Bring your tent. Bring your tent. If you have, We're asking if you have a tent. Bring an extra sleeping bag. Okay. Um. Uh. And 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 I'll I'll, I'll just be direct. Little Pookie, and Big Pookie, they've never been camping. Little Ray Ray, never heard of camping. We're gonna get a bus, and we're gonna meet at a central location in Alexandria, and we're gonna say all you have to do is get there. Hmm. We'll tell you your toiletries to bring. We'll bring you to Indian Creek, so you don't have to worry about getting a ride there. Mm-mm. Just get to the or location. Or getting a ticket while you're going there. <laughs> or getting a ticket. <laughs> you know, be careful in Woodward. Uh, and I also want to thank the sheriff because he's going to come out and help also. That's great. Okay. And, and awesome. This is not um, a church trip. 
Right. It's a community mm-hmm. trip. It's a community trip. And it takes all of us. Wildlife and fisheries. Uh, I mean, we have a lot of people that are Well, I got some out. guys that I'd love to get in on that, so I can't wait to talk to you about that afterwards and get that information because, uh, man, it, it's amazing, you know, what, what you guys are wanting to do. And so, man, Pastor Nathan, any last thoughts? Well, the the probably the driving story of my life the, that motivates me is the little boy throwing the starfish back in the water. Everybody's heard it, but mm-hmm. I'll give you the short version of the star, storm and throwing the star wash, starfish up on the beach. Little boys walking and picking them up, throwing them back. And the man comes along and says, son, what are you doing? He said, well, if I don't throw the starfish back in the water, they're going to die. He says, son, there's one of you and thousands of them. What difference can you make? And he reaches down and he picks up one. He says, I can make a difference for this one. Mm-hmm. And so I, if we can make a difference to the one that's in front of us, you know, that's going to make the difference for the world. So thank you uh, letting us come alongside and, and uh, be a part of making a difference. Thank you all for having, having us. Absolutely. So, uh, I hope you'll come back. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right, man. So, hey, guys, man, as you're out there and you're looking at what's happening uh, last week in the world and uh, – my goodness, you're, you're. We didn't even talk about coronavirus. Nah, we didn't we talk don't have about to. It. We don't have to because that's going to be old news in a few weeks. But, you know, it's, your stock market's crashing, you're working hard, you're hustling. Man, we just want to remind you to stay humble because mm. God uses humble people. And, uh, man, just keep fighting the good fight of faith. Look for a space that you can make a difference because we all know that sin law needs a whole lot of loving. That's Amen. All right. Push. We look forward to visiting with you next time on Real Talk. Okay, everyone, that concludes this week's episode of Real Talk with Brad Webb. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope that you can join us for the Men's Unity Breakfast right here at Family of Grace on March 21st. It starts at 7.30 a.m., and our address is 4200 South MacArthur Drive. We hope to see you there. Goodbye.